This is Adrienne Barbeau, your nightlight, and you're listening to Draw One Last Breath. Hi, my name's Catherine Mary Stewart, and you're listening to Draw One Last Breath podcast. Hi, I'm David Naughton, and you're listening to Draw One Last Breath. Beware the moon. Hi, I'm Serena Vincent, and you're listening to Draw One Last Breath. Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. On this episode, we will be reviewing Netflix Hole in the Ground. And we have our something to scream about, which is going to be a good one because we are doing our top 10 movies of the year. Then we're going to get on the, to the nitty gritty and we're going to be doing our personal top 10s of the decade. Boom! And then, to top it all off, because you've got more... We're doing our movie from the vault, which is Society. How you been, dude? Mate, Society. The weird... Don't hold back. The weird sex movie. Anyway, before we go on, Happy New Year to everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year, you breathers. And thank, thanks for supporting us all over the year so far. So we're on to some good stuff now. We've got some good stuff planned this year. Uh, but on this episode, we're going to be talking about the yesteryear. Yeah, well, we smashed out. We had a great 2019, didn't we? It's been a friggin' mental one, mate. Epic, ep- epic fright fest this year. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. One of our fav- one of our best fright fests, I think, yeah. this year. And oh, like, hands down, one of my favourites. And the response we got from our episode has been outstanding. So mm. our, you know, our most fiercely sort of downloaded episode by far, incredible. Yeah, yeah by, by, far. by a long, long way. So yeah, lots of reach on that one. That was quality. Lots of new breathers coming on board. Yeah, which is fantastic. It was just, just amazing. Yeah. We did some pretty cool shit for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. My that 20th, went on, that, my 20th uh, birthday. 40, 40. Oh, yeah. That went on all year though, didn't it really? Yeah, I had a year's celebration. <laughs> so what did we do? We did the zombie uh, zombie experience yeah zombie inf- was infection amazing. wasn't it the courthouse infection yeah the courthouse there's In several Birmingham. other ones go check them out yeah great but that was insane we also had uh, the stranger things sort of uh, secret, secret cinema, cinema later on yeah. the year that we did that Fucking that was great. insane that was if you ever get a chance to go to one of those things i think the next one dirty dancing so not quite as good but but they are amazing they're so well done yeah um, but yeah go to that because if you can because wow that was an experience it really was and we went with uh our mate jimmy and live to uh the horror was it the horror for com- the love of horror for the love of horror yeah we got to see the lost boys yeah we met bill mosley yeah fred decker fred De- the legendary fred decker from films as uh Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps. Oh, and saw all the uh, sort of young, the, well, the young kids now grown up from It. Yeah, all, all the <laughs> it, it kids from the first episode of the original eighties TV show. That was amazing. But yeah, what what? And of course, LFCC. Oh yeah, LFCC was was a blast as well. We met David Norton. Yep. Um. Oh, Kane Hodder. Yeah. What a gent! Unbelievable. And you got to interview. Uh, 
James G. Courtney. James G. Courtney. You can go back and listen to that episode now. Yes. And yeah, we, we you know, what a year. I mean, it's been it's jam-packed, isn't it? The whole time. We, this has been... so much. We'll get onto it later, but this has been a good year for horror. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 2009 is done as well. Absolutely. Oh, what a year. And it's getting bigger and bigger. It's just insane. I think this year ahead is just going to prove that, really. Well, let's uh, get on to some news. Yeah. I will talk to you about the year ahead. Talk in my face. All right, baby. I'm going to go all over your neck, chest, and Hands. chest hair. <laughs> right. So I've got a, a fucking list here of, yeah, of movies that we can look forward to for this year. Right. Ghost Stories, currently out on Netflix. Yeah, um, I know. It's been released Indian, on Netflix. An Indian anthology oh, movie. Okay. I've never seen an Indian horror movie, because obviously they do like the Bollywood and all this sort of stuff. Mm. Might be one for the next episode. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Um, yeah, other, other movies coming out in January, we have The Turning, mm. which is um, I, I've been waiting for for about a year now, that one. The uh, reboot, well, not reboot, the... The re... It's not, it's well, a new, new movie. Tale, yeah. New Tale of the Grudge. The Grudge, um, yeah. That comes, doesn't that come out real soon? I'm yeah, sure. well, it's out in America, I think, literally this tomorrow, weekend. yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, we think we'll get it later on the, later on the month. Oh, I God, think. to wait that long. Uh, VFW, you mentioned mate, last am, time. Oh, Joe Bigos, VFW, mate. I, I'm literally chomping at the bit to see this movie. It just sounds crazy. It's going to be neo Nazi fun. fucking drug fueled punks. Oh, mate. It's gonna, like, they're like mutants, aren't yeah, they? Oh, yeah, mate. Like attacking like fucking a pub full of fucking ex vets. Sounds brilliant. That's out on Valentine's Day, so you know, good, good one. Take the misses. Um, another one out in February called Underwater. It's about a group of divers who sort of like get trapped underwater oh, and then they're stalked by uh, some kind of monster. I do like an underwater mm. film. I like the sound of that. Brahms, The Boy 2. Oh, okay. I haven't seen The Boy 1. No, nor have I, mate. So I think we're going to have to give that a watch at some point. Was that the one I with Lauren Cohan? In? Yeah, it's the creep, yeah, it's the creepy dead. one. Yeah, 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 creepy yeah. One. But I don't think she's in for the sequel, so God knows what happened to her in that first one. Um, we've got Fancy Island, also out. On Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. This is and based... it's got a horror take on it, hasn't well, this it? Is the because fan... the original wasn't no. horror. This is the fancy island yeah. without little Toto, but um, Toto, Toto, um, and it's a horror sort of thing. It looks really, really weird. The trailer's out now, so you can check that out, that out guys. And in this one, that obviously is everywhere, mm. the Invisible Man. Yeah. Um, the trailer Moss. that gives everything away. If you can avoid that trailer, do it. Because yeah. you might as well not go and watch the film the amount of trailer that you see. But we'll probably that'll be one. I think oh yeah, we'll absolutely. End up doing for the doubt. We'll be moving on to March, and we've got oh my god, um, a quiet place. Two. two. The trailer has <laughs> yeah. just dropped. Oh my god. What did you think of the trailer? Mate, give me. Uh, is it uh, Cillian Murphy all day? Yeah. Mate, I'm Killy, so happy. Killian Murphy. Killian, that's it, Killian Murphy. Almost. Give me Killian Murphy all day, mate. I, know. I love him. I was just thinking the other day, because I was watching the old Peaky Blinders, I was like, oh, he really needs to do another film. And lo and behold, bang, there he is in the Quiet Place 2 trailer. And I was like, shit balls, mate. That and is awesome. See, and we did see the baby in this one, in the trailer. Yes, yeah, so yeah, because we talked about that yeah, last time. Didn't episode. get thrown down a well. Well, so, it's always time. Yeah, oh well. Um, we've got... In moving on to April, we've got okay. I'd say this with like you know, tight loose lips, tight lips. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. <laughs> the new mutants is due to come out in April. Mm, mm. No well, we said that for the last two years, so we'll yeah. see what happens with that one. Um, film called Antlers, which looks really interesting. 
I've heard of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just in the poster. Okay. It yeah. looks really dark. That's coming out in April. Antebellum looks really interesting. I can't have someone hot behind that one. Yep. And another one called Run Sweetheart Run, which is in post production, but is apparently due out in April. Okay. It's a couple of treats there. Saint Maud, which we've talked about, is out in May. Yep. Escape Room Two. Apparently, that's coming Escape out. Room, it's out. That's out in August. You just jumped on a couple Sorry. more months, but it's fine. It's fine. I think you missed one. No. Candyman is out on out in June post production at the moment. Obviously, that's uh, Jordan Peele's so that's Jordan Peele's offering for 2020. I hope I hope it is going to be another kind of story. I I hope it's not just going to be. I don't think it. No, Tony Todd's back, but I don't know if he's back as Candyman. I don't don't think he'll. Yeah, could be interesting. Ghostbusters Afterlife out in July. Currently in post production. This one's interesting. Didn't know. Didn't know this was on the agenda. I think Sony are doing it. Morbius. Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah, I didn't know the, this, the yeah. living vampire Jared Leto. Yeah, that, is that's playing that. interesting. Interesting. Yes. He's got to come back from being a shitty Joker. So, <laughs> uh, the Empty Man is out in another one in August. That looked pretty Definitely decent. One. <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things. It's going to be a Netflix imminently somewhere. We just it'll just drop at some point. It looks wicked. Um, I haven't got a synopsis for that one, but it looks wicked. Last Night in Soho is out in September. Edgar Wright. Is that the helm for that one? Okay. Um, I have missed one. Um, and that is like... Oh, I can't remember what it's bloody called. It's... What's his face doing it? James Wan. James Wan's one. I've missed James yeah. Wan's one. What's James Wan's one? Okay. Malignant. That's it. Malignant. Yeah, but right. it's not in the Country Universe, is it? No, he's doing his own thing. You've obviously, missed another. I'm we've got just going to put it out there. The Conjuring Free yeah, was obviously out this year as well. You're um, going to let me talk now? No, got one more. <laughs> Still miss one. One more. Sync- on, sync- Synchronic, um, the offering from Justin Benson and Aaron Morland yeah, from the end. Who did the Endless? So. Cannot wait for that. Go on, what have I missed? Uh, Gretel and Hansel. Oh, that looks insane. Didn't have a date for it though. That's why I didn't put it down. Soon, it's soon. It's got to be because the trailer dropped. Is it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be Ooh. like within the next couple of months. Whether it's going to be on streaming services or what, probably won't be on a cinema, will it? Come on, let's be be honest. But mm, we can no, hope. There's so much stuff, and then there's, there's loads. The... But there's loads more. There's loads more that well, I do. Yeah, there's stuff that isn't even going to be on INDB that's just going to drop without you even knowing. Yeah, you know, Halloween gonna... Kills is obviously out. We didn't mention that yeah. one. That's out later on the year. Yeah. So. Hopefully there'll be another Krampus movie at the end. <laughs> yeah, more, more Come Christmas. on, somebody just pull it out of the bag and do Krampus too, man. I want to see more Krampus. That was amazing. What a movie. But I think out of all those, Last Night in Soho in September, Edgar Wright at the mm. helm. It's about a girl who goes back in time to meet her um, sort of idol, like music idol. Okay. But then in the 60s and stuff like that. So it's set in the 60s. Oh, okay. So it could be quite interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, looking forward, looking forward to this. All right, that's uh, all my news. Yeah. Well, you got a bitch. Nothing. That's it. Right? No, I was that's just going to. Literally, there's not not a hell of a lot of news, but um, I did want to. I was yeah, I just was going to talk about which we've already done. Is the Quiet Place two trailer? Um, there wasn't. There isn't any breaking news. I don't think so. Yeah, not not loads, but um, it's um, looking to be a great 2020 so far. Cannot, I can you wait? There's some other, there's some Stephen King offerings and stuff like that that's oh, coming out as well. And there's a Nicolas Cage movie as well called The Color of, I can't remember, The Color something. Yeah. Apparently it's meant to be in 
freaking insane. Never mind. We talked about it last time. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. So looking forward to a bit of full cageness on that. Bring it on. Bring 2020 on. Yeah. No big hits, but we've got another Conjuring movie. Yeah. Come on. Let's have it. And obviously James Wan's offering, that's got to be worth shout. There's a couple of other things that are shooting around. I'm looking forward to the grudge, though. Yeah, there's a couple of things shooting around at the moment from the Oscar bait. Mm. Um, What keeps being mentioned, um, which is a film called uh, Parasite. Yeah, just a dude who did mate, Snowpiercer and the host. I see this Bong Joon Hun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been waiting to. Where can I watch it? I can't uh, find it. You can't. It's not out of here. Fucking can't. It's <laughs> <Is> it hush, <laughs> but. Um, no, yeah, you can't watch it over here yet, apparently. I'm it, chomping at the bit to watch it. Just, it'll just drop, won't it? It'll just drop on something somewhere again, and it'll just be like, there you go, there it is. Um, but yeah, I am looking forward to that big time. Big, big time because mm. that's so many like people going it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing okay well if you, uh, literally everybody one last thing before we sort of move on to our main review then yep um is that if you guys anyone out there likes weird freaky sort of detective serial killer kind of documentaries on netflix then watch don't fuck with cats it would make it might make you a little bit might might make you cry a little bit it's a bit sad yeah. if you don't like animal abuse i would probably steer fucking i mean i didn't no, no one likes animal abuse but fucking hell um it's just it's weird and the fact that it's a fucking true story is just incredible sounds horrible it's it's the, the first episode is a hard watch like but when he when he moves on, when he moves on to the whole detection side of things, and it's like a catch me if you can. It mate, it's fucking bizarre. Mm. This dude's like obsessed with. He's 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 it's weird. You have to watch it. Mm. It's it's such a you you just don't understand. Well, it's like horror then. Well, he's a serial killer. Well, he's not a serial killer. He's done some. He did some weird things with cats, and okay. he don't fuck with cats. And he got a load of people. Um, like internet people basically trying to track him down and it's all about this show's about the people that are trying to track him down right. this person um, and what he went on to he actually went on to moved on from cats to no spoilers please it's a, it, I mean it's out there it's a true story it happened in Canada well, I don't know about yeah, it yeah but the dude killed somebody right and chopped him up and right, p- just post, ruined it all. post I'm, it on the I'm internet I'm not going to watch it now mate you've ruined it I re- absolutely ruined it I haven't it's a true without story without even giving a spoiler it's a true story but I didn't know about it just watch it not anymore I'm not going to bother you just told me the big reveal I didn't tell you shit okay. trust me right, it's fucking nuts I might mate. watch it if I get a spare minute but it's yeah. three hours got a lot on. of TV oh, definitely not I know but um, anyway it's got mate it's on, honestly it's, it's it's the nuttiest thing I've seen in a long time nuttiest right up there with making a murderer it's nuts okay and that's a statement by me Bitches. Yeah, so you know who to um, <laughs> pester and troll if it goes tits up. Anyway, yeah, cool. Shall we move on to our main review? Let's do it. Oh, make me over. I'm all I wanna be. I walk and study.
Alright, this uh, this episode we're just going to be talking about the new movie that's just landed on Netflix called The Hole in the Ground. It's basically about a young mother living in the Irish countryside with her son suspects his increasingly disturbing behaviour is linked to a mysterious sinkhole in the forest and fears he may not be his son at all. Tubby Shar. Tubby Shar, Tubby Shar. I mean, this is great. It's got James Cosmo in it. Um, Game of Thrones. From the old Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Sienna Kerslake as the mum, Sarah Neal, and James Quinn Markey. I think he plays a little boy. I mean, the little boy to start with, thought he was great. We've we've seen a, little, a couple of little boy, you know, the the child actors movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought he was quite up there. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. Creepy. This whole movie has got like a creepy vibe mm. to it. I think that's the it sort of centers around just absolutely just une, unease unease I yeah. think is the word in this one creepy injury really well shot mm. I, it was it was it was it was really well shot actually like the the whole cin- cinematography of everything and like there's some really cool shots of like sweeping woods and kind of really weird area shots and stuff like that but it's yeah you're right beautiful was, location yeah yeah I don't know whereabouts in Ireland it is but it does look really really nice um literally in the middle of nowhere isn't it um but um i really i quite enjoyed it because i'm quite interested in like irish folklore um i know this is crazy i'm gonna go off on a bit of a tangent here but when i went to dublin <laughs> never been to dublin before what do you do you you go to the uh irish leprechaun museum how do you yeah <laughs> okay i was like i'm going there definitely and it's literally all about like like the history of the leprechaun and, and stuff and you do like interactive stuff in this like kind of museum it's quite a big it's about probably about an hour and a half to walk around the hour but then there's this part that talks about irish folklore about all the different stories because it's like so rich in story like fairy tales and myth and lore and fairy tales and all that ireland, ireland have so many of these different stories that i've never even known about and there's some really dark stories about um, I can't remember what they call them, not shamans. The, um, I can't remember what they call them now, but they take, they overtake the people that you love and you don't even know they've done it. And it's like, like changelings. That's it, yeah. Because like this is what, well, yeah. this comes on to what this yeah. movie's about. Exactly, we might spoil some stuff. So, <laughs> But it, there was some story, there was the, the, the lady that was t- talking, talking through the stories told us one particular story about, um, two babies and one of them are their twins and one of them gets taken over by a changeling uh, and the mother kind of discovers this um, and has to chase the changeling away out of the baby and chase it away it's so, it's so dark wow um, but it was really interesting because there's like all these different Gaelic kind of stories and all that but yeah if you get a chance to have a I know it's so weird mate that's, the... I'm glad that that was a nice little tie in there yeah old Geordie Paul love that story because that's <laughs> when I went to visit him well I have to find out Geordie Paul's opinion on this movie yeah well yeah I think he's seen it yeah definitely because so. I, I, I really like the tone of it I really like the um, I thought it was beautifully shot like I said before and um, like well acted and it was just mm. it had something a little bit different maybe a little bit of descent vibe i think what i liked about it as well is that the build-up the was quite intense so mm. it's kind of the foreboding word that you love to use the foreboding-ness of it like it just the, it's just a lot of lead up uh, maybe a little tad too much it's 
quite a long movie. Well, it's from A24. Yeah. But so I'm, they love this sort of thing. You've got to think of like Midsummer, Hereditary art. sort of vibe. Yeah. They love all that. Quite art, artsy. Yeah, but but I, I enjoyed it. it was, I thought it was beautiful. Um, but um, yeah, I just, I loved the, the draw up to certain parts. And there's some really kind of weird scenes in it. Well, yeah, the horror comes from like with these these sort of like, I don't know, like intricate moments. You know, you mm. go back to hereditary with the sort of um, decapitation. You got some weird kind of like just sparking imagery, like nightmares and stuff. Mm. Um, and you've got like the bit with the arm wrestle when he sort of snaps the wrist and mm. stuff like that. That's pretty. I mean, a little bit of spoilers, but whatever. And you got like these horror moments of like someone being buried head first in the ground. Yeah. Remind me a little bit more, like you say, the changelings, like Smith, yeah. but like invasion of the body snatchers, you know, stuff like that. But even when they go into the sort of tunnel at the end, yeah, um, you see these weird hole in the ground, the hole in the ground, um, it's a big hole as well. Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's like there's the horror moments. There was some really good. There was one scene in particular I wanted mm. to talk about, and it made me feel really, really weird when she sort of discover she sort of confronts it. Is this the part in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah, that's full on. Really well shot because they don't—they don't really show what he does to her because she's kind of screaming, and then you just see her fly across the room. Yeah, I'm, I'm, presume, like, I'm assuming that like he was beating, trying like yeah, beating, beating, her up. beating her up a little bit, and he yeah. just launched her across the room. But you, the way you see it, is the camera's sort of drawing back. Yeah, like that really far back shot. Yeah, yeah. and it's sort of like, and then suddenly you just see her just like launched across the yeah. fucking kitchen it looks freaking real though yeah like a proper stunt it didn't look fake it looked like that was actually somebody getting thrown across the room like a good stunt guy or woman um being chucked across the room i, I was quite impressed by that very impressed it's like, it very good so yeah. definitely worth i think this one is definitely worth going checking out oh absolutely i definitely late. recommend it i mean it was out originally i think March, but yeah. I don't know how where it's been. But like, it's obviously just come onto Netflix. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sometimes they just get a bit lost in the ether of Netflix. And I remember seeing the trailer at yeah. some point. I mean, there's been it was on my list to watch in 2019, yeah. but it just never sort of came out. And suddenly it dropped on Netflix. Like, oh, there you are. Nothing was said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm really pleased that I actually was. got to see it right at the end yeah, of yeah. the year. And like. I don't know if it's worth talking about the ending. Do we already want to give the... Well, I'd, leave, I'd, leave, I'd leave the ending. Leave Let's, a little leave bit Let's try and get people out there and watching it because it's definitely worth definitely worth recommendation and watching because it, it, it's, it's definitely a, a great movie. If you I like think. The Hallows mm. and stuff like that and like... Hallow. The, yeah. the, the Hallow, sorry. And the, the like, I, like you said, like a good home homely horror movie folklore yeah kind of, like just a bit of a different twist on it and it's just like i want to see more of that i would got... like to see more of that kind of stuff like that irish kind of like folk taley stuff I, I find it really interesting like like you know they, they had the witch and stuff like that like all the lore about that and there was the other one about the english one where they go traveling oh, what was it called oh, the ritual yeah ritual yeah i'm seeing like i need that. to watch that oh mate seriously that's that's a great movie okay um but yeah that sort of stuff i like that sort of stuff they're all kind of like just the interesting stories that are a bit weird and a bit kind of like they have really interesting it all comes from that pan's labyrinthy kind of stuff as well it's like you know that that kind of kicked it off if you will a little bit more and got people more interested but i'd love to see more of that yeah up. yeah all day it. loved it 
so yeah, bring more out on this A24. Mm. I think is a li- is smashing it a little bit. Christ, yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of obviously not horror as well, but the the horror. You know, they're letting these directors take these stories and they're just running with it, and putting their own ideas, and you know, hats off to them. It's, it's obviously working. Yeah, well done. I mean, yeah. I mean, we didn't want to talk about it too long because we want. To, I just want to get yeah, stuck in. I'm itching some... to get into the next. So uh, segment. Well, what would you rate this? Oh, how many breaths? How many I'd breaths say, for me, it was a solid six breaths out of ten. Yeah, I was going for seven. So yeah. I, I thought it was just, it was something, it was, it was really, really enjoyed it. It's really something different. Yeah. But compared to what else is out there at the moment. Mm. So yeah, I liked it. So seven out of ten for me. I'd probably just mark it down like, like a little bit less for me because for me, the rewatchability, I probably wouldn't go and rewatch it again. Maybe one day, but you know, I wouldn't rush out and well, we said the same about midsummer though and now i'm like dying i'm like chump i'm literally wanting to nick your fucking blu-ray <laughs> your hand at the moment director's cut i literally want to watch this director's cut but yeah okay so we'll give that six six breaths out of ten then cool the hole in the ground all right then shall we move on to our summer screaming about hallelujah What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Okay, we we talked about at the beginning of this episode Mm. how much 2019 sort of, I don't know, what we've done, exciting. We get to now discuss our draw one last breath. 2019 top 10 movies in our you know these are our favorites and stuff it's been an incredible year of horror with year of horror Mm. and now we're going to try try and just basically discuss what we feel is our favorite movies of the year maybe not the best but these are our favorites yeah i think within reason these are our personal picks that we that I think that deserve there's plenty of stuff of the year that 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 we could nod to as well maybe afterwards but I think that this the the rundown we've got is pretty solid a good ten for us in the podcast and what we what we're representing about and what we want to rep out there you know right where should we kick it off then shall I start you go for it shall I start with number ten do it Uh, ten we saw this. At Fright Fest, so this is the first one is Fright Fest, but it got a cinema release and it's ready or not is number 10. Now, we were anticipating this for about two months because the trailers were sort of bumping up around it's, the summer. Yeah, because the trailer like dropped just early. Bef- yeah, well, it was, well, no, it wasn't early, was it? It was just like the trailer dropped and then suddenly we saw it was on the Fright Fest bill <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay then. Cool. What a movie for, what a movie to sort of get and, and Samara Weaving, Adrian, Bro- Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody? No, it's um, the dude from Dawson's Creek, isn't it? <laughs> it's not Dawson's Creek. Isn't it? It's, I think he's from the OC. Pacey. That's it, yeah. It's, oh, no, what's his name? Is it Dawson's <laughs> Creek? You're right. O- OC. Yeah, you're right, it's the OC. Adam, Adam Brody. Adam Brody, yeah. uh, Adrian Brody. Uh, Adrian think, Brody, you're thinking of... Uh, the dude from the piano, yeah. the pianist. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I just need to lie down for a little bit, guys. <laughs> So Adam Brody and Sa- Samara Weaving yeah. and the Nan, and she was fucking great. Yeah. Um. This this movie for me was just like the reason why it sort of got so high, uh, sort of onto our top ten mm. was because I think the music 
the the sort of the location and the props and all that sort of stuff it was just so kind of funky mm. and and like fresh and just like had his own kind of stamp didn't it yeah yeah sort of an old school cluedo i don't know sort of movie but it's just really 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 clever i thought yeah i mean I think for us as well, I think maybe a bit it, we might be able to p- have a personal edge on it because we were hyping ourselves up but an hour before it was being shown. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was just buzzing within the foyer of, of the um, cinema, the Empire Cinema in um, uh, Leicester Square for Fright Fest. And everybody's just buzzing about it, just chatting away. And we were well excited. We were doing live videos and stuff. And then I think as well, because the crowd was good, the atmosphere in there just felt quite electric when things happened, like funny things, the whole cinema laughed. Now, to me, I think if we were in a cinema back at home on release, I don't think the laughs would have been as big um, because I think everybody there was well into it and appreciated it for what it was. Um, But yeah, Samara Weaving, oh my God. She is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just like, she's just going to be owning it soon. Well, actually, another movie that's coming out next year, which she's not in, Babysitter 2. Yes. She's not actually yeah. coming to that, but I'll be interested to see what... But she is in another movie that's quite big, and I can't remember what it is now. It's yeah, she's got a career ahead of her, that one. Yeah, I mean... She's going from strength to strength. Yeah, that was the other film she's in. It's called um, Guns Akimbo, which looks pretty <laughs> pretty mental. It's got Daniel Radcliffe in it. Uh, Reese Darby in it and it's just like it looks insane that's the first I've heard of it so yeah I'm game on for that yeah she's smashing it mate Um, but yeah I I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie totally man totally deserves that spot on the list so there we go number nine was Satanic Panic <laughs> the latest offering from well, the first proper feature length movie from Chelsea Stardust. Yeah. Um, f- Fangoria, Fangoria release. Mate, smashed it out of the park. Uh, again, we got treated to this at Fright Fest. Um, it is available now on Arrow. You can go out and buy it. I urge you all to go and watch this movie. Yeah, it's how much so much fun. fun. It's just, it was just fun. It's, um, it's funny. The, the special effects are absolutely outrageously good. Um, the script writing is fantastic. The soundtrack's awesome. The acting is superb. It's just like... Special effects good are movie. fucking great. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's just a right good darn hoot. <laughs> Practical effects. And then you've got a great... Yeah, the great cameo from that Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. So fucking, you Brilliant. know, what yeah. more could you want? Practical effects are brilliant. You've got a fucking Kildo in it. Or more. Yeah. This one was an interesting discussion for us because obviously you've got Satanic Panic and Ready or Not. Yeah. Very, I say on the same sort of lines as a movie. You know, you've yeah, got they're... the cult aspect. You've got the big yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. I think they do, but they're so totally different. It's unbelievable. Like, but they're not the same. No, and you've Definitely got not. a great Rebecca Rompton sort of stamps at the sort of helm as well or the old the original mystique yeah i don't know it just felt for me this one just felt a little bit i just it just nudged ready or not out of it just for the practical effects and just sort of like i think where you've got to come from with this as well is that the ready or not budget was probably massive where satanic panic was not 
and what they achieved with sat- Satanic Panic with the budget they're on was outstanding. And you know, hats off to Chelsea Stardust for doing that. Uh, I can't, I can't wait for what she's doing next. Um, but you know, we've got to expect massive things from her. Massive things. Yeah, well, we know from listening to the Boo Crew podcast that she's got some, quite a few like mm. irons in the fire so i yeah. can't wait to see what's happening next yeah you should go and listen to that episode because it's, yeah, good. it's, interesting. it's a good episode okay so uh now we're going to move on to number eight which is uh tiger's not afraid mm. the beautiful movie from uh isa lopez and it was just stunning for me it was like just this wild Gamal del toro sort of ride it's like pan's labyrinth all over again it was just like so original and so beautiful of a movie i mean you know you see we got like knives out which is like quite a personal movie but this felt very a very personal movie and the kids acting was fucking stunning i just loved it it was just like a, a pure coming of age movie from like setting i think the mexico slums i just loved it and all the sort of i don't know almost studio ghibli stuff mm, that is was, all around it it was almost like a whimsical story wasn't it um again like you said like fairy tales and stuff like that but it was just cool because it was like seen through children's eyes but like we said before on a a previous podcast the acting is just unbelievable these kids uh, i don't think they've come out of anywhere else but they couldn't have because they're so young uh but the acting is just insane and it's just so well shot and you know it's available on shudder if you get a chance you've got to go and watch it because you know like we said previously people have got to go and watch these films because they're, they're there for everyone to see and it's just a it's just an amazing film and she's now already gone on she's working with Gamera del Toro <laughs> on the next project he absolutely That's, loved it didn't he yeah yeah apparently he absolutely loved oh, it oh yeah. I remember Estrella Moro Pop oh my god those characters are just like gonna like oh, live on in my memory man. feels as well didn't it yeah there's no spoilers but it's just I think because it was just different seeing a foreign movie as well it's just it's a bit of fresh breath, breath of fresh air to see something a bit different that's set in a different setting in a country you know the the political status of the movie as well uh, resonated with me and it hit some chords do you know what i mean it's it hit some personal things inside of you don't it? it makes you talk about it and you like said to me didn't you you were thinking of about a week after it was out yeah when a film does that to you then i've, I've watched it like i've watched it like tw- two times like afterwards as well hmm. i found time to watch it again it's just it's it's got real rewatchability for it but that that's you know that's done its job in my eyes you know it totally deserves to be up there yeah stunning movie glad it's on our top 10 definitely so number seven number seven this spot is well deserved i think is barge people the barge people i love that this is on our list yeah because it needed to be because it's this movie is uh again i think you know we saw this at fright fest we were lucky enough to get some tickets to go in one of the smaller screens to see it it's a packed out screen um uh less than 100 people in there yeah yeah um, a film director which is um, which is up and coming and watch this space because his name's Charlie Steeds and remember that name because literally um, I think he's going to be owning it mate I mean these movies that he's brought out he's 
brought out quite a few movies. Um, he's got another one on the way called An English uh, Haunting, which I'm really looking forward to seeing. Sounds good. But Barge People, for me, it was just that we thought, it's one of those things we're going to take a punt on. We saw the artwork, we thought, this looks good. You know, let's be honest, we both looked at the artwork and we thought, that seems right up our in our wheelhouse. I just want a poster, Charlie. Yeah. I just want a poster, mate. Yeah, Charlie, please. Send, send me a poster. <laughs> Buddy, um, pal. <laughs> but, but we were lucky enough to be in this screening. And to be honest, I didn't know what to expect. Um, now, this is obviously a re- relatively low budget movie. Um, but looks like an amazing big budget movie with special effects that are second to none which with a storyline to boot um i think why i like the fact that it's come onto our list is because you know you've got these crazy um i don't know like almost like nods it's it's a nod to like say like the hills of eyes it's like a weird family set in the ken and avon canal yeah how what can you do the the balls to sort of like do a horror movie set on a canal barge yeah. with that limited space I think is epic yeah, and yeah. just needs to, and deserves like a fucking like standard innovation to be able to do that and pull it off the Absolutely. physicality that these actors went through and you, I think it's mm. tip of, tip of you've been you've been talking to Katie Davis speak one of the lead yeah, actors and stuff throughout yeah. the year and stuff and I think it's a testament to like obviously Charlie Steve the fact that they went through what they went through and yeah, he spent every penny as well yeah. to like get on board because like, yeah, they spent every penny. This is like, they're on a budget. These people, they seem to be, we saw the Q and a after the film and they seem to be a really close net bunch of people that work together. Cause they're in this previous, a lot of people who are in that movie, bunch of people are in previous movies. Um, so it seems like they've got a really good close network of people that are prepared to do whatever it takes work all the hours throw themselves across across tables yeah um and you know the special effects though mate it's just like i thought they were awesome the large people are fantastic whatever their names was i can't remember the bloody names now. oh yeah and but, then but it's the throwback as well to like you said to all the other horror movies like the genre that genre of movie it just it, the way it was shot, it just looked grainy and looks like a proper on-the-shelf VHS movie that we would have got when we were kids and gone, fucking hell, I want to see that film. But this film, the cover and the film are great. <laughs> it's not just the cover. <laughs> I think to make... Um, I think it deserved to get on the list for the title sequence alone because that made me feel so... That was so 80s and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, music. Brilliant. They didn't even yeah. mention the music as well. It's just the, It's just everything together just all made sense it's brilliant thoroughly enjoyed it yep really really good that one right now moving on to number six Mm -hmm. oh my god i mean this is like one of my favorite movies of the of the year it's just incredible one cut of the dead absolutely earns that space it's weird to call it a horror now i think we should be really careful about this because i'm not no spoilers no spoilers again we're still not going to spoil this this is just a weird one weird to call this a horror once you have experienced this movie once you will understand exactly what we mean yeah um it's a unique cinematic experience to be able to viewed unspoiled you will never see a movie like this again and it's on shudder okay on shudder (laughs) 
um, it needs to be watched, it needs to be absorbed, and it needs to be watched again mm. because you will need to after you've watched it. You will laugh. You just laugh your ass off, mm. and I can't say anything more than that. You, this was just, it's just such a unique cinema experience. It's, it's a masterclass of filmmaking. Yeah, hands down. On the budget as well, they had. It's just, I just think that anybody out there, even if you're not a horror fan. You know, if you're just a movie fan, just go and watch this film because it is outstanding. And I don't think there's anything else we can really say about that one. Yeah, perfect. It's, it's, it's a beautiful movie. So let's go on to number five. Halfway there, mate. Oh, we're halfway there. Oh. Now. I can play that five. if you want. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> It'd probably be better. Um, number five is glass yeah now i wanted this, this higher was good. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I mean i'll let you talk about this one you you chat away because i think you know you're a, a much bigger fan of this than me i mean i don't get me wrong i thoroughly enjoyed it i thought it definitely earns a space at number five um but why did you love it so much well, like, for, for a for a year of like ending sagas mm. <laughs> as it were we just had yeah. rise of skywalker True, yeah end game smashed it out of the park get out in there somewhere yeah too early right <laughs> This ended a trilogy of mm. movies set over for nearly ten years, ten wasn't years, it? Yeah, it's like Unbreakable to Split and then to Glass. It's just like these three characters are fantastic. Mm. James McAvoy's performance is uh, it's just Oscar worthy in my eyes, and it won't get he won't get a sniff. No, will he? he won't get a sniff. Which is Bruce, ridiculous. Bruce Willis didn't dial it in. He came in and smashed his like smashed his role. Yeah, to go back to that character after so long as well. Do you know what I mean? The same as Samuel Jackson. To reprise these roles, do you know what I mean? After so long, it's fantastic. Just the bits with the beast and the fight scene, sort of at the end, the fact mm. that you've turned it into some sort of like um, weird superhero esque mm. sort of movie, and then it, it sort of like twisted it with the this sort of like umbrella company mm. that's sitting over it. And it's like the, the way you could take this movie, yeah. It was like it, it was, I loved it. I liked the way that it almost felt like a comic book movie, but on the screen. Like it really kind of worked as a graphic novel all the way through it. It and resonated from you could see it from page yeah, to screen. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, and like like we've talked about it before, like the color, the usage of color and stuff like that. And also the the script writing, M Night smashed it. Like the script is awesome. It's just like. You know, to come out with an idea... I don't know whether he had this script, obviously, or already written after he'd done the others, or whether he just thought about this and goes, oh, that'd be a good script to have. But fair play, man. All that time to be conjuring up this kind of story and then kind of do it, finally, and finish it off. Yeah. Um, which is a feat of his own. Uh, you know, he's had a couple of doozies, mate. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> along the way. Uh, but... Yeah, this Not one was back. well deserved. At, like well, well deserved at number five. Yeah, halfway. I, I do, I do, I, I really, really like this, and it kicked off the year. It was in January mm. as well. Absolutely. So it's held. It's it's held, held it. Mm. All I year. need to give it a rewatch, actually. Yeah, definitely, man. Right, let's move on to number four. This is, came out now from like early on the year. We're going a bit later. Stephen King's last offering of the year, and we're looking at Doctor Sleep, Mike Flanagan's Doctor Sleep the sequel to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining and also doing a wonderful job of taking Doctor Sleep from page to 
um, to the screen. It just worked. It's such a magical movie. Mm. More than a horror. More than, you know, it's not just your... It didn't deserve not making any money. Didn't deserve it. It but hasn't deserved... It hasn't yet, yet got the deserved it needs. Yeah, it's going to find its audience. I mean, there's the Meg... uh, What's the name? The Hat. Meg the Hat. Not Meg the Hat. It's not Meg the Hat. (laughs) No, we apologise for that. (laughs) Not Meg the Hat, but, you know, Rose the Hat. (laughs) Yes, Um, finally. Rose the Hat. Rose the Hat comes back. But just, like, some of the... If you can do that again. Yeah, the scene... The the scenes of horror, like, with Baseball Boy. Yeah. It's just... it's It's something haunting watching that. Yeah, and I loved, and that he's done a director's cut of Mike Flanagan. Can't, you know, I cannot wait for us to see that. This is, but the the beautiful thing about this movie is the colours, mm. the colours, the way it's shot. That beautiful sequence of like um, Rose just coming up and like going after mm. Abra, going, turning the world Abra, onto yeah. her. It's so beautiful yeah. that I shot. The thing is as well, which Mike Flanagan's good at is getting the actors to just really delve deep into the characters and really become those characters really kind of like um do their own kind of thing with it as well because it, it just i totally forgot it was you mcgregor and i i thought i was gonna have a problem with that yeah and it, it just made me think of danny and he, he actually kind of got that character and actually i believed it's him growing up and like you said with rosa hat it's just like Everything, every second she was on screen, I thought she was captivating and she was just really, really like, just smashing it. Rebecca Ferguson, just every movie she's yeah. in at the moment, just absolutely amazing. But Abra as well, like the young, yeah. the young girl who plays yeah, her as absolutely. well. Absolutely. That scene in the shopping, um, the, 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 the supermarket, yeah. where they're sort of facing off in, the, mm. in the, almost in the fridge and she throws her across. Well, you're like, fuck, oh my God, she's got some fucking power what is this come where what who is this girl where is she yeah yeah, yeah. she got but it it's just like, oh even for me i know a lot of people say oh you know they kind of go oh yeah it's good up until they get to the kind of shining but like i didn't Damn. even i didn't even think about um the overlook hotel at all until you got to the point where we knew it was going to end up there but but that i thought that was good because i didn't need that i didn't need the overlook hotel until the very end and it was lovely to see it and it was great visit i mean i've seen mike flanagan do these videos of him walking through the set <laughs> of uh, just it's insane hey, they've done it set for set could go back to the overlook hotel and film and put put another film in there you're telling me you wouldn't do it oh come yeah on. i mean they come did on, it people. they did it in ready player one didn't they yeah and steven spielberg oh, did it every but, opportunity to go through that carpet yeah oh, i mean but that, that just that's, that's insane that set is just amazing and yeah you know i didn't you know we didn't need it but fuck it we got it and that's brilliant and uh, give me more of it i just don't like you said earlier it's just not just it's not got it's just deserved yet yet but it will well deserved top five definitely, definitely absolutely so we're going to zoom into number three um and this is well worthy of number three is jordan peele's us yeah now this movie to me was just an absolute slap in the face of a just freshness like it was just something different a new story interesting just had no idea about it. i hardly watched any trailers on it on purpose so different to his previous stuff a standalone story that he's wrote 
he's directed, he's got somebody in to do the soundtrack, which is phenomenal, and he's done it all off his own back. And so what did you think about it? Oh, mate, I absolutely loved it. Like, the voice is so weird. Nepita Nyong'o, is that her name? Pretty much, yeah. She smashed it this year as well. Nepita Nyong'o, yeah. Um, She's had a great year again. And she's in that uh, Little Monsters as well. You know, she's an incredible actress. And she made that um, role her own. Mm. Just, like, completely owned it. Completely owned the voice to play two different characters in the same in, cast in the movie. is phenomenal though. every single one of them in there yeah Elizabeth Moss just this could amazing. this could easily have been number one yeah and yeah then, you know we what we this this you know this is a an Oscar worthy movie Absolutely. all day I mean it's just like it's just so nice to see something so different and so out there and just so weird Jordan Peele is absolutely smashing it yeah I, I, to go I, from Get Out to this yeah you know, yeah I just I can't I can't wait to see what's next from him. But I know that everybody's like, oh, you know, you know, uh, just they're apprehensive and stuff like that. But I just the guy the guy's a modern day. You know, he's gonna. This is our generation of George A. Romero's, our generation of John Carpenter's. You know, he is one of those people. He is going to be one of those people. They would remember. Down. Hundred percent. Hands down. Um, and I just hear, hope he does some more. I mean, I know he's doing Candyman, but I hope he does some more original stories. I hope he's got some stuff in the locker because I can't wait to delve deep inside his mind because he is got he is all about horror. He loves it. He loves the genre. He obviously nods to it in this movie, um, a lot of different genres. But I just, I just hit every like every little note for me. And the best thing is, I went and watched it a second time. And you see it as a completely different movie. No, I'm not going to spoil things. But I'm going to watch it this You this see weekend. it as different, through different eyes. It's, it's, you know, like Get Out. And you see it as a different, totally different movie. It's so cool. It's like you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. You know, two different movies for one one ticket. But yeah, brilliant. Well deserved. See, this is, and this leads us on to number two, which mm-hmm. probably is not going to be, you know, but this is going to have to remember, this is our favourites of the year. Yeah. This absolutely blew our socks off at, um, at the screening we saw in uh, Fright Fest. And it's out later in the later in the month in Shudder. Hopefully, we'll get a Blu-ray some sometime soon. I think we will. Yeah, the movie from Joe Bigos, Bliss. I just thought this was just a. This is what we wanted from Mandy. Mm-hmm. This is just a drug. I didn't think I. I didn't know what we weren't even going to go and watch this. That I'm so glad we we switched, didn't we? Right at the last minute. And we were like we were going to go and watch something else and we were like actually let's yeah let's just give this a ch- give it a whirl you know, is, we, didn't re- we didn't know anything about it to be this is like a modern day vampire movie that we didn't know we wanted mm. and you know to call it a vampire movie is kind of like I don't know if that's the right thing because it's no, just like no. you don't even get that it's just that the bits there is so much blood in this movie <laughs> it's insane but done so well. Yeah. The story is fantastic and the way it's like carved together mm. and it's just like this absolute trip. It's like almost like irreversible when you sort of become nauseous too much of these following these people around the way that it's shot. Mm. With this one, they sort of played it perfectly and I just loved it following this, following her around, yeah. watching her just get out of her face and then suddenly realise and turn and not know what's going on. And that fight scene... <laughs> At the end, no spoilers. It's 
insane. Well, this just, movie has to get has to be watched. The, it was shot on, it was shot on like was it thirty five millimeter as well? Yeah. It like so it's like grainy and like it's got its own feel to it. Again, I know we keep going on about this and other things, but the colors are just like like reds and sunsets and it's just like it's just incredible and it's it was just shot like gorilla style wasn't it it was just like all from her point of view 24 7 following that character and it's just it just takes yeah like you said it takes that vampire genre and twists it she had to take that whole movie on by herself yeah yeah. you know we're we're supporting cast but just like it was her Mm. And I just love the dialogue. Yeah. It's filthy. Totally filthy, filthy dialogue. Oh, I can't wait to watch this bad boy again. You know what we need to do? Get Bliss on Blu-ray. Drinking game. <laughs> Every time it's like a, a curse word, we drink. Oh my God, we'd be battered. We would be absolutely battered by the end of it. This movie's great. Mm. It's just like balls to the wall, blood gore. That's yeah. what you want from it's horror. The highlight of Fright Fest. I mean, yeah. and it's so cool because... I thought, are we a minority? But it's we're not. It, the, the the reviews have come out, and the hype around him now is insane. Let's see what. Yeah, we'll see VFW land. Yeah. yeah, I think you've got some good. This this director's hopefully. Uh, yeah, but he wrote and directed like Bliss. This is like that's just I can't again. I cannot wait. The special more effects, stuff. The special effects team around him is yeah. fucking superb as well. Oh my god, yeah. Fucking ace. Oh my god, yeah, and. and um, uh, Joel Ethos, Josh, Josh, Josh Ethos, Ethos, yeah, needs a shout out as well, just because obviously he produced it and stuff. But and his little short before the, like oh, set us up a treat. It's on YouTube. Gutter, on gutted, YouTube. gutter, gutter, gutter. It, go watch it on YouTube. Gutter, fan, fucking fantastic. Same effects team as well that did Bliss. Just out, outstanding, outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. outstanding, <laughs> and over here. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So right then, dude, lose us. Onto the grand finale. So, can you guess what it is? <laughs> our number one film for 2019 is none, none other than Midsummer. <sighs> Had to be done, dude. I mean, to go from the piece of shit, and it's not a piece of shit. I reckon I need to go. And re- I need to go and rewatch I, it again. I need to go and see it again. I but. Think. It's not. We that, did not that, take that back. That's, that's we did bad. not like. We did not like Hereditary. We weren't fans. No, I think we're the only people I know in the horror well, community alone. That, I don't know. I've. I've heard, I don't um, see no. I haven't seen one negative thing from anybody I know. Well, am I missing something? <laughs> Chelsea Stardust. I heard her on the old Boo Crew. Are you going to out her? And she was. I am going to. She was just. She was said that she's oh, yeah. not an Ari, Ari Aster. Yeah. She just doesn't. She wanted to be, yeah. but she couldn't be. So there's obviously, I think there are Ari Asters, not. People. But we we didn't enjoy Hereditary. Yeah, it's, it's but, not about that anyway. That's, but we we yeah. absolutely fell in love with this movie, and I didn't want to go, and I didn't want to go again. I didn't want to go and see it because no. of the experience I had the year before. Yeah, and I thought, fuck you, you two and a half hours. Was oh, well, I had to convince you a little bit. Yeah, didn't I? two and a half hours yeah. movie. I was like, no. I'm not sitting through two and a half hours yeah. again. I'm not wasting a fucking evening with this shit. I just, I was like, I'm not <laughs> you doing You really it. don't like Hereditary, do you? <laughs> I mean, I didn't like it, but Jesus, you don't like it. Uh, I need to watch it again. But yeah, I, I think I need to. Really I just watch. didn't want to waste two and a half hours hmm. to, of like some kind of painful, artsy, fartsy, 
pile of poo. And then I came out going, oh my God. We looked at each other as we came out with our jaws were literally dropped out when we came out of it, wasn't it? It was just like, whoa. We were just violated. Our eyeballs <laughs> were, were just subjected to this craziness of filmography, colours, soundtrack. Florence Pugh's acting, fuck yeah. Acting, but the, the visuals were insane. It was like a visual treat but then a, like a proper barrage of all these emotions and fucking weird shit going on. And, and uh, it, just it just makes your, it sends you through this emotional turmoil. Yeah. It just it attacks all your senses, yeah. visually hearing just mentally. It's just a film. That, yeah. That's exactly how I felt when I come out. I felt like I've been through the ringer. But to understand that it's got so much, uh, I think, and this is what we love from movies, we love the conjuring because we love stuff with Easter eggs. We love mm. stuff that we don't see, um, you know, once or the first time and it's got layers that we've got, it's got more to it. Yeah. And all this stuff to come out that we didn't notice the mm. first time around. And now we want to go around and watch it and see all these cool, like, these these nuggets that are in there like have you seen the picture of yeah. the bush and the fact yeah, that her yeah. sister and there's like depth to the storytelling like she's probably been there before but fuck that you've got a guy getting his head bashed in by a, by that big hammer <laughs> you know that scene with the cliff oh my god that scene with the cliff alone gets it number one i mean that's ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah it's crazy um it's got that shock that one little shock back like the decapitation did have yeah. with the hereditary it did have in the ants fair enough but and the weirdest fucking sex scene ever oh god mm. what was going on there boyfriend's an absolute scumbag it's just like it's i really like i said we've got i've got the director's cut and apparently there's a lot more to it and and it even makes it even better so I, I really can't wait to delve into that yeah me too director's cup all day but Ariasta is just yeah another person is this up there with jordan peele and this is the new era and i hope he does more horror stuff yeah really, but really it end up, might end up being here miss with him with us i don't know we'll have to see. I'll go, I, I will definitely go with open arms if he brings out another one an open mind uh yes and we shall see but yeah i might i might, I might watch head Redditry again head Redditry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think i need to give it another chance but i just I, uh, yeah for me yeah it's not about that anyway it's about midsummer. midsummer so that is our number one of 2019 well deserved um it, it's just been a fantastic uh, year for horror there's unfortunately a couple of things that didn't get on the list, but you know. Yeah, you got some honourable mentions. Mm. It chapter two. Yeah, it chapter two. It's great. It's a great end to the saga. Yeah, I mean, I really did. I I just think that our list we needed to get more stuff on it that we had a personal edge to, and not just cater for the masses, really. Yeah, um, it is a it is a really is our personal list. It's yeah. our favourites of the year, and I'm really happy of what we've we've come up with definitely definitely but now we're going to do something fucking mental <laughs> that's right good. we're not only at the end of two, a great year of horror we're at the end of a pretty fucking shit hot decade absolutely. i mean we've got the golden age of horror in the 1980s that we absolutely sing and praise all day long mm. you know and i think 
you know, the 2000s, had something, Mm -hmm. 90s, (laughs) had stuff. (laughs) But the last decade has been absolutely incredible. And it's definitely worth like talking. A renaissance, if you will. So this is going to be interesting now. I don't know how we're going to play this. Well, I think we we should start at our number 10. Like, you go, I go. Okay. And then we go nine, you go, I go. All right, sound. So me and Matt are basically going to talk about our favourite top 10 movies of the last decade. This has been fucking hard work. Oh, mate, I I was crying at some of the things I couldn't put in there. There's going to be a few honourable mentions at the end of this. Yeah, definitely. Um, But doing the the 10, I'm... Kick it off. Number 10, what you got? I think I've got it in an order. I'm still still not happy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to have to. So number 10. Number 10 is 2018, A Quiet Place. That's where I'm What a corker. Up. Yeah, it was cracker, mate. I'm not going to go too much into it. This one, I will just go through the numbers. But yeah. Why did um, you like Emily it so Blunt, John, Cron- John Krasinski. I love the, the crunks. That's why I like the crunts. <laughs> the crunks? The crunts. That's why they call themselves the crunts. Oh, yeah. That's um, awesome. So it's just, it's great. Just a lovely monster movie. Completely unique experience. I mean, you kind of we had Birdcage and stuff with the eyes. And this is all about the senses. Yeah. This is such a silent movie. Written and directed by him. Again. Yeah. And he's from The Office, the American <laughs> Office, so there's enough said. It's just a great monster movie, and it's, like, refreshing to see um, where, where I could have, say, <laughs> yeah, there's, like, Cloverfield <laughs> or this, and it's, like, I chose the smaller of the two, mm. I suppose, of the monster movies, but... Cloverfield's up there, mate, but, you know. I know, and it's not my... <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so that's my 10. Fantastic. A Quiet Place. Well, my number 10... I don't know if you've seen yet, but you keep saying, oh, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch it, is, was um, Spring. Oh, st- number 10. Oh, wow. I st- I mean, that's bastard. You put one on your list that I haven't seen. I think because... It's on Shudder, so I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, this movie, uh, it just had me captivated. Now, to me, the acting wasn't great, but the storyline is interesting. Again, it's about, I'm not going to spoil anything, it's about, you know... Uh, a tale a kind of again it's some like folklore tale but it's really interesting and for me i was thinking about it for days after i watched it and obviously it's done by benson and moorhead that did um what's the movie we watched <laughs> endless endless yeah i keep forgetting about endless um but yeah I, I just absolutely loved it and it just i don't know why but it just resonated and, and just watching it just really hit a call with me fantastic movie and my list is a little bit weirder than uh, there's probably a couple of different weird movies on there just because i don't want to talk about the usual stuff i wanted to kind of push stuff that i saw that that i feel that should get seen do you get what i'm saying yeah okay some some of it is some of my list is quite predictable but that's why that's a number 10 for me okay so i'll go for my number nine then number nine don't know if you would even thought about this one but it's an anthology movie and we saw it together, VHS. Absolutely. Mm. I have not got it on my list because okay. I I purposely left anthologies out. Not because I don't believe they shouldn't be in there. I just, there was other stuff on there that I wanted. But it is definitely one of my favourite movies of the decade. You it would f- be on my top 10, but I just wanted to go out and out just movies. Fair enough. But yeah, own. I had to get it get it in there because it's just like, the, and what it nailed with the sequels as well. What is it? Yeah, but how much has it done for horror? Yeah, 
it's just, it's just like all these people that get opportunities to do things in these anthology movies like that you know like abc's of death nightmare uh, cinema nightmare cinema southbound all these people they get a chance to do these shorts and it just propels them into this into i think what? like with the vhs you know you could compile them like to that it's vhs2 where they had the fucking zombie um camera on the cyclist where he's like following the zombie on on the with, with just like a head cam yeah i just thought that was brilliant but like the first first bit you see the fucking like weird demon woman that just needs to like carries that oh, the cult. yeah the no cult. no the, the first one on vhs where she they like oh. pick up the girl oh and yeah, sorry, the room, yeah. The, and then suddenly yeah. she's just like a weird fucking demon thing oh, what is she yeah um like a siren yeah kind of thing awesome yeah. awesome it's crazy yeah yeah that got me that one did what about you bud what's your nine my number nine is creep <laughs> now this isn't this isn't the yeah you pushed me onto this one the, this isn't the movie where in the, in the subway train this is, this is the movie <laughs> about the Siren uh, Marc Duplass uh, which is I watched this movie I didn't know what to expect but this movie just had my anxiety levels like to 10 because I was watching it and I did not know what was going to happen and I was just like where is this going and it just keeps you on tender hooks and you're like when is this guy going to explode what is going to happen it's just fucking his acting is unbelievable there's two actors in this movie and one of them's hardly on screen it's all Mark Duplass and it's outstanding outstanding acting um, and I just I, I watched this and I was just blown away and done on a shoestring budget literally fuck all um, and it's and I think it's on is it on Netflix I think it's Netflix it's on Netflix too and so is number two yeah number two is brilliant as well and apparently there's a number three coming up but yeah just go and watch this. if you haven't seen this movie go and fucking watch it and do yourself a favour that's all I'm saying on that over to you number eight number eight I am going for a personal one here and I, I I've just shifted it out I've just shifted one out so. mm. go for it Troll Hunter oh, 2010's yeah, Troll movie. Hunter so that's the beginning of the decade I just had to get that one here with the Swedish no yep Swedish what Swedish horror Norwegian, movie Norwegian Swedish Norwegian 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 horror movie yeah. fucking loved it it's so much fun and it's so yeah, wacky yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the main troll hunter dude and the fact I mean it's a, okay so it's a mockumentary you know it's found footage movie but I love it I love Blair Witch I love all that shit I love paranormal activity so this is right up there you know and that sort of ilk I fucking love Troll Hunter, and I've watched it again recently this year. And it I stacks watch it. up. You made me want to watch it now. It stacks up. It's just great. The trolls are fucking stupid as well. The fuck. effects are quality as yeah. well. You just believe it because it's like I thought oh, I was going to be a few like bad prosthetic trolls or something CGI, but it's actually really good. I thought it could have been easily like a weird sci-fi movie like Sharknado or something like that, but, but no, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was fucking. It's proper you would have good. Loved that as well. It's proper good. So that's my number. <laughs> that's my number eight. And the one I kicked out yeah was get out and that's tough man oh my god no, you man. kicked out get out i kicked out get out you get get out get out oh my love, god like, you nutter just, you absolute nutter i just thought get out is all like, right anyway yeah. carry on my number eight is a film i saw completely blown me away original storyline is i saw the devil okay done. i know this is from the same year as troll hunter so it's 2010 oh, is it? yeah Okay, so I remember you put you bought me this, on the bat, you bought yeah. me this DVD to, to make me Dude, watch it. <laughs> I've been ringing the bell for this movie since it came out because 
whenever uh, people ask me for kind of have you got any weird kind of foreign movies or anything like this or anything that's a bit different I always pull out this one and I try and get people I've lent it to people at work um, I just ring the bell for it because it's so fucking crazy it's just it's just the storyline is just about a serial killer that kills the wrong person and then the serial killer gets a really bad fucking week yeah <laughs> uh, because he picked <laughs> the wrong fucking guy's missus to kill and this guy is trained in all sorts of fucking shit and he puts this serial killer through the ringer and then some but i'm not going to spoil it i just please i implore you to go and get asian this movie. horror at its finest yeah, any any way you can um f- watch this movie just go and do it because it it blew me away and it fucking stayed in my brain for months after and it still is now and it's just a superb movie okay we've just talked about it as our number one for the 2019 so uh midsummer is my uh my number seven mm. uh, because I just love it that much it's made it into my decade I just think I'm gonna I think that film could be well deserved it's, it's just could be one of my favourite movies of all time eventually I don't know I'm gonna watch give it a second watch I just think it's beautiful we'll see we'll it's, see after another watch it's just, I just thought, I was just blown away by it I've personally been a bit of a dick about this because I I left the like us and Midsummer off my list because I knew that we would talk about them I know it's a bit naughty but I needed to put I needed to put other films I wanted to get out there and talk about. So my number seven Talk to the hand, sister. My number seven is Fede Alvarez's Don't Breathe. Oh I mean that's a fucking great movie. Absolutely loved this movie. Oh, we watched that at the cinema. Well, me and you basically we went and saw I can't remember, I think it was a third purge movie. We yeah. went and saw and then we skipped across town to the other cinema. <laughs> <laughs> and watch Don't Breathe. Yeah. And I thought, oh no, we might struggle with this because we're watching two movies. And we're, Fuck me, no, I didn't. My eyes were fucking firmly open, firmly watching this movie. I fucking loved it from start to finish. I loved the story. I loved the way it was shot. Um, f- fucking everything about it. Stephen Lang, Jane Levy, brilliant. All the nods to loads of movies in it. Turkey baster. One of the best turkey baster uses of a f- in a film that I've ever seen. Um, again, if you haven't seen this movie, go and watch it. But I just loved it. I loved the concept of the movie. I like stuff that is new and different and pushes it out there a little bit. That's stuff you haven't seen before. Original stories. And that is what this was. And I just fucking loved it. Brilliant. Mate, I'm not going to argue with that one, mate. That's a cracker. Oh, this is, uh, this is a beauty. What are we on now? Number six for you. Number six. We're on six. Um, and this is 2000. Make it a sexy six. Come on. 2016. Oh, he's very sexy. I got you to watch this and we did it. We did it for the <laughs> podcast this year. It's Art the Clowns and Terrifier, mate. mate. I fucking love, you know what? That barely, that was so, that was going to be on what oh, obviously honorable mention. So surprised. I'm so glad list. you got me to watch it after so long of me <laughs> yeah. going, I'm going to watch it. Fuck me. I can't wait for that second one as well. Oh, mate. It's going to be oh, oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so glad you got me to watch this because it's it's just so different again. It's a unique take on the oh, slasher yeah. genre, to, to be sure. And to be, if you want to make another subgenre of just fucking clown movies, this fucking <laughs> sits on the top, mate. I love it. Uh, I in, love it. For that meme alone with him chopping what's his face from Scooby Doo in half, and that like, she's there Daphne, naked. Daphne. It's just that. Uh, it's just. You know, there's another one like Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. You know, with this splitting the guy in half. It's mm. those sorts of scenes. This scenes, this film is nuts, man. 
Yeah. Fucking terrifying, man. Brilliant movie. Brilliant. I'm so glad that's on your list. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> Go on, indeed. Says a lot about you. Yeah. <laughs> so, my number six is from somebody we know well. Uh, Mike Flanagan's Hush. Oh, okay. Uh, I sat down, was flipping through Netflix. This is way before the hype. And saw this kind of weird, like, picture of a mask and I thought hush and read the little synopsis for I'll click on that and have a little watch captivating from start to finish the storyline is just fucking banging um it's just again it's a different take it's interesting um the fact that the lead is completely deaf I found that really interesting and go on make a joke probably relates to my deafness but um <laughs> but well, you beat me to it so I can't maybe, really, I, maybe I? I did maybe I did have that little bit of connection I mean I loved it I loved it too I know hearing. I but, see and I'm not deaf like you <laughs> <laughs> but I I just loved I just loved everything about it I just thought that whole concept is fucking amazing again original story writing um great acting you know so low budget um great effects just loads of good stunts in it um, the main killer was a bit of a, a dick as well, a bit of a bumbling idiot at some points. You're interesting there, though. You, mm. you, you're playing with the senses. We're talking quiet place earlier, yeah. and you talked about don't breathe, and then you've just yeah. gone straight into hush. Very, very sort of sense orientated. You kind of, of get where I'm, yeah. my kind of thing is, where Definitely. I like. Yeah, that's my kind of thing. I like those kind of things. Yeah. So, the, yeah, that, that was my number six. And, and again, it's I think it's still on Netflix now, right? Hush. Yeah, Hush is still on there. Let's go and watch it again. It's Definitely. such a great movie. It is a great one. Well, Mike Flanagan, fucking great movie. Smashing it. Um, okay, well, I got going on number to my number five. five. Number five. Is alive. What We Do in the Shadows, 2014's What We Do in the Shadows. Again, another movie that I wanted to so badly put on my <laughs> list. I did, I so did. This is the vampire mockumentary from Taika Wahiti. Now, he is having a fucking he is absolutely smashing 2019 yeah yeah that was his last couple years like for ragnarok end game that he's popping up in this jojo rabbit that's just popped mandalorian oh last episode of mandalorian fucking great (laughs) he is he's fucking unique there's no one like him Hmm. he's got to be able to put together hunt for the world, hunt for the wilder people. Have you oh seen that yet? my god, yeah, it? it's fucking epic, brilliant. But like, this was just hilarious. Yeah, this I is can't just wait this is my that. this is my humor, uh, you know, completely my humor. It's just dry, and just like he's he's like playing one of the main vampires in it as well. He's hilarious. <laughs> and if you've seen the TV show that was out this I year, I haven't, and I really oh want to see it because people are saying god. it's better than the movie. It's nuts mate it is crazy you you watched it it's one of the the lead actor is a dude from four lines as well man oh is it it's like the rubber dinghy rapids (laughs) it's like he's crazy and the scene the scene that everyone's talking about is the fucking the council when they come back yeah and they've got there in it plus tilda swinton (laughs) I've heard they do cameos in it, yeah. There's some fucking dope cameos. You've got you've got Wesley Snipes. What's that on? You I got need to watch it. You got Wesley Snipes. Um, it's it's on uh, BBC iPlayer. Hopefully, right. still. That's where I watched it. Epic, mate. Epic. I'm what we get do in shadows? Definitely going to get on that. Yeah, that's. But my... yeah, I love that movie. It's so good. When so I watched fun. it again, my mate told me about it, and 
And I was just like, oh, really? It sounds a bit weird. And then I was... Werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently there's a standalone movie coming out with just the werewolves. Brilliant. Uh, it's brilliant. Oh, my God. So my number five is Green Room. No way. Absolutely love this film. It's just Pootsie. Like, it's so good. It's so good. It's just like... It's more like uh, one of like a real life horror more than an out and out horror horror. You know, this is something that could happen. Eden Lake life. sort of style. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, um, just just amazing because it it struck a chord with me as well because it's on like bands and I used to obviously put on a load of bands and stuff. There's a lot in it that just made me feel kind of like comfortable. But then when shit starts to go down, it just makes you really uncomfortable and puts you in a situation in the middle of nowhere where these characters have got to try and get out of this crazy situation um, that they're put in. Um, and the acting is just superb in it. Um, uh, Patrick Stewart, like a completely different kind of role to what he's normally playing. Yeah. You know? Big time. Um, he's a neo-Nazi. Yeah. I mean, but that's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's Anton Yalchin that last unfortunately role. is yeah one of his last roles and so sad to see what he would have gone on to and stuff. God rest his soul. But fuck, what a film. Uh, Jeremy Solner, I, I like watched Blue Ruin, which took me on to watch Blue Ruin, which is a film he did before. A phenomenal movie. It's just like, I really like his style and I really, I absolutely love this movie. It's just, again, something fresh, new, Storyline was great. Great. Oh, I'm so glad you included this one, mate. That's yeah, a great pick. I had to pick. do it. I had to do it's it. A great pick. Nazi pucks, fuck off. All right, I got another fun one for number four. You can tell my list is just fun now. Go, go, go. Right. So, Cabin in the Woods, 2000 and, 2011's Again, Cabin in the Woods. didn't make my list, but it's definitely... I had so many others I wanted to talk about. It's sort of like... A, it was sort of like billed as a poke poke fun at the sort of like horror porn sort of stuff that was mm. come before it and stuff like the hostels and all that sort of stuff um and it was so much fun chris hemsworth before four mm. before four crimes at chris hemsworth um it's fucking great joss whedon obviously at the helm mm. ah, you know and then it's just like it's just fun it's just fun it's a good evil a dead good watch, sort of yeah. just like Oh, that dude! You know the the main dude and the the scientist. He's yeah, some, yeah. he's a fucking nutty. He's been some, it's been some nutty stuff. And I just love the, the whole betting side of it. When you see the twist, and I just yeah. want you just want to know, you want to know, the every single you want to see more outcome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you, and they, I know they had the lift scene, and they you know they saw. Yeah, the but that's things. what pissed me off. I wanted to see. I thought I they would make more. more from this. Is that because it's done pretty good? I mean, it's it got it's got a cult following, but I was like. Why haven't they made more of like different things? I know. I wanted to see like yeah. the, I wanted to see the merman attack. I wanted to see all yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. It's just yeah. It wasn't. It, that's the one, one thing. It just wasn't enough for me. But it was. Oh, I love that movie, Cameron Woods. Fucking watch yeah. that again and again and again. Yeah, great pick, great pick. So we're on to number four. Are we on that four, four. Yeah. Number four for me it had to be in the list. Uh, was the Conjuring. You got it on yours? I've got it on my list a bit bit higher up than I, that. I but. won't I won't talk about it, but I'll let, let you talk about it. But I had to have it on my list. James Wan kicking off what we didn't even know was gonna be the country universe. You know, everything about it. I'll let you talk about this. So we'll we'll skip. Let's go let's go to number three. Uh no, you're four. You've done your four? Yeah, I've done my four. Oh, so I'm going to number three. 
Um, and number it. three is Train to Busan. Again, not on my list. I can't believe that's on your list. I know. I just think it's unbelievable. I know. You love this movie, man. I know, but I I, I just... I don't know. I just... I I do love that movie, but I just couldn't put it on my list because there was two more. This should be number one for me. This is like the... Why didn't you have it number one? I don't know, because... Alright. Okay. That's not my Come number on. my number one's obvious when it comes out. Tell me about Train to Busan. Train to Busan, oh my god. Not... We watched it together, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, Korean oh my god, Korean this fucking funny zombie movie that sit on a fucking train. Right? But but come on, let's be honest, before we put this on, me and you were like another zombie film. Of course I'm always Zombies saying... on a train. Is it gonna is it just gonna be another zombie movie? I just thought the same thing. Was... But just like <laughs> This is fun, man. It's also... This is so much fun. It's fun, but then it's got so much emotion. Yeah. But they can, but it's funny as the well. The Koreans can do horror. Big but how time. funny is it as well? They're fucking great. And I didn't... And I had to have a zombie movie yeah. in my list. Obviously. In my list. And this was the pick... <coughs> the pick for me for the last decade. It's just fucking incredible. It's so much fun. And there's another one coming out. And there is. There is also a cartoon already out. A, pre- a, a prequel. Animated, yeah, Trent is Soul. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. It's, it's a great movie. Absolutely greatly. Like, just when I want to watch it again been, this weekend, I think. Just when you thought it all been done, they just come along and show you something that you've never seen. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's really weird, but. You have to go so and see good. this movie, man. What's your number three? My number three is another one by somebody else in this list that I've already talked about. Uh, by the Fede Alvarez himself, Evil Dead had to be up there. Jane Levy, again. Yeah, again. You love her, mate. But it's just, this movie, I didn't know, I was like, you know what, how I feel about Evil Dead <laughs> and Evil Dead 2. Uh, it's got a sacred place in my heart. When I found out they were remaking it or rebooting it, whatever you have, you, I was kind of gutted. Um, my heart sank a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to go with an open mind. And I'm gonna I'm gonna check this film out. 2013. This yeah. came out. This so was a decade. I was like, first time director put me off a little bit. I was like, oh god, you know, here we go. Absolutely smashed it out of the park. It's like just the reason why she's there. It's like he's thought about these ideas of why they're there rather than just going with a toe to toe, just like remake. It's so interesting that she's there for reason uh there's a storyline around that and everything is centered around her and the characters and the effects and what were put into those effects that he wasn't going to do it unless it was practical effects so and i i i you know applaud him for standing down as a first-time director coming in and going i want to do evil dead give me evil dead i'll do it and being backed by uh bruce campbell yep go ahead you have my you know blessing um and he just did everything right to me and and i don't think that he's he's not hurt any of the previous films at all for me he's paid homage to them but put his own spin on it uh and it's just everything about it is just a it's a brilliant film a brilliant film and that's why i put it at my number. It nearly made my list mate i remember when we watched it at the cinema it's fucking yeah. awesome the amount of blood in that fucking seen thing it so many times and i went i've watched the extended director's cut which is just more. <laughs> what a list so far, man. I know. Whew. Fucking hell. 
This is scary, man. Give it to me. What's your number number two? Number two. Oh, God, this is so close. This this is so close. But number two has to be the Kandarin. Cool. So I'm still still yet to show you number one, but I think you know what it is. Um, (laughs) Number two, Kandarin. Obviously, it kicks off the Kandarin universe. We get Kandarin 2. We get Annabelle... Annabelle creation, Annabelle comes fucking home. comes home, all the rest of the shit. Curse of Lorona, um, uh, the Nun. You know, it's kicked off a franchise of movies that's, that's not all good, but most mm, of them good. Yeah, yeah, but they're so fucking freaky, and the like, it's like proper scare horror. But like, I could sort of, I can just watch it. It's just those things with the mirrors and something's suddenly there he knows how to creep you yeah, out but yeah. this one had Vera Farmiga Patrick Wilson in it those two t- introduces you to yeah, them those it? Two, yeah. character building it's just like it's so they're so such a unique story and it's re- it's it's not just a horror that you can watch once you can watch it twice I've watched it shit loads over yeah, the last yeah. like like uh, since it came out in 2013 and it's uh, scary as balls still Mm. That witch is fucking nuts. And I think the more you watch the universe, the more you go back to then watching the first country movie and you sort of really understand like how um, ridiculously influential and powerful this entity, this witch that they've that sort of surrounds the story is compared mm. to the rest of it. Um, you look at like, um, was it Annabelle comes home this year and you got to see that sort of like, inside the room and we got to have that gateway horror we called it gateway horror at the time it is gateway horror i think yeah it's a bit more it's, even though it's fucking case. scary fucking hell <laughs> but like that witch had so much power over the likes of annabelle the demon that sort of holds annabelle it was it was she, she was just what i want to know more about her mm. you didn't really understand you just knew that she was fucking up the family and stuff stuff that she did mm. but i want to know more mm. see more and so i want to conjuring three coming out yeah which is something like the devil told me to do it or something like yeah, that yeah it's whatever. like the first ever demonic yeah um possession case or something Court like that. case yeah mm. kind of thing. But it, it sounds interesting it could be interesting i can't I've, wait I, I love those two together so it's yeah, well worthy well. of it because i think you could say even that this was the kind of kickoff for the rebirth of horror for me, James like one, the man. first one, wasn't it, that come out and went, hello, this is what I'm about. This is serious. Isn't it? Yeah, it, this, is this, serious defi- this is defined, defined uh, the decade for me. Absolutely, That's why it's so yeah. close to being number one. For yeah, me. I, it, it really I did define the decade. Man, I was just like, I, I would have had it higher. This, gonna put, that's why I put the stamp in, on uh, horror, making 2000, um, the 2010s. Yeah. The sort of like real... Lasting legacy in yeah. horror, mm. and that, and I think the country has sort of done that, and it's going to move on to the twenty twenty and beyond. I really do think. I don't, think you don't see it. It's making those bucks, mate. Yeah, big time. So I want, I do want to stress before we go on that we haven't seen each other's li- each other's lists, by <laughs> the way, and this that's the honest truth, uh, which I think is good. I haven't seen your list at all. No, I know. Um, so your number two, my number t- number two. You know, it's got, I was going to pick this, but it's Jordan Peele's Get Out. <laughs> the, oh, so I almost had that in my list. I yeah. kicked it out earlier. I because don't, I, I think just, you need to go and put, kind of put it back well, in. No, because I take looked, one of those out. And I put looked it at it because Get Out was fucking phenomenal. But 
you you kind of said something that resonated and it was like this is a really personal list yeah right? okay yeah this is like personal to me my favorites and i'm like fuck get out was just incredible mm. and it's fucking ace I, and i really enjoyed the storytelling but Troll Hunter was just so <laughs> fucked up and weird, and it's me. That's, Troll Hunter yeah, yeah, is me. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it yeah. needed to That's go. That's fair enough. I didn't yeah, put Sharknado totally. in the list. I maybe. respect that. I respect maybe that. Maybe I haven't put. Maybe Sharknado's number one. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, so Get Out for me is just like I, I don't want to bang on it for ages. Everybody's probably seen it by now, but it was a it, that was a turning point for me, which was like this is really interesting, politically interesting, storytelling's fantastic, um, just something new. Uh, groundbreaking and that's what I'm going to say about it and that's why it's at number two for me awesome Great. awesome I'm glad it's on the list mate so number one Ooh, you know my, what it is I, my, I wonder if we've got the same I know we've got the same have we should we say what it is after three it, what if it's not then we fuck up alright one <laughs> three two one, one. It, follows. it follows of course <laughs> are you fucking kidding me it's gonna be a yeah. I didn't know you would. I <laughs> have faith in me, my god. Oh my god, I honestly didn't know as you as if that wasn't gonna make my top 10 of the day. I, I thought Sharnado might be on the <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> no, no, get out. I'm get out. <laughs> 2014, it came yeah. out. Um, and dude, we went and watched this together. Yeah, uh, where do you start with this? I, I've watched this film probably 10 yeah, same. plus, like yeah. going on 20 times, man. This is like. It's ridiculous how often I watch this movie. And, you know, not just for the naughty bits. <laughs> this is just such a unique movie. Forget that it's a horror. Forget that it's fucking scary as balls. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got, I mean, this thing is like stalking her. Like, it's a sexually transmitted um, demon. Mm. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. On, the, like, the farcical side of it. It should be fucking stupid and funny. Well, and yeah, weird. when I heard the synopsis of this story, I was like, really are you joking i thought it was gonna be like some teenage stupid comedy kind of horror hot comedy yeah uh and when i went and watched it and fuck me was what was i wrong it's sold through maker Monroe. yeah she yeah, she's, is yeah, and uh, like my, a little band of you know compadres they're fucking cool as fuck as well it's sold from the era that it's set because mm. i don't really i can't place Nobody the era puts a finger Does, on it. You can't. Can't, can't put a place in yeah. it but it's just something about the style it's just incredible. The the clothes perfect. and are just like beautiful. Um, it's got I don't know. It's just it's soundtrack. Got, <laughs> soundtrack's incredible. The way they're shot, it's just like, and the fucking scares are nuts. Like this thing just coming out. I know the scene on the beach. That's the one for me. That's the one that does it. Is like you can kind of make out now. Yeah, yeah. You can make out kind of. They're just having a chat. And you can see in the background that something's coming closer and closer and closer. And you're thinking, what the fuck? And then, then not only that, it it doesn't stop there. It, they they keep rolling the camera and they run into this like shed. And then all these things start trying to get in. Like through the nooks and crannies. Mm. Of the, oh, and there's a big massive dude. Oh my God, it's just so freaky. It's the first bit with the fucking old woman in the background when she's at school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you just like, you, if you look in the background, the different watches, you're like, fuck, it's there. It just strikes a chord you, doesn't it? Where it just puts the fucking fear of God into you. I like the simplicity of the idea of yeah. the story. Like, I can imagine. It's very that, indie as yeah. well. Like, indie shot in like, indie film wise. And it's just, yeah. I, 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 could Im- I could imagine like this being like a drama student thing. Like, make him do a fucking 
sketch of you your idea um is std you know sexually mm. you know stds like a like short sex, film yeah, like yeah. a short film you know do do a movie and it's like you come up with this concept because it's mm. such a simple idea but that's come up right sex demon what yeah sexually yeah. okay build a movie around that yeah all right and you get this and like the poster oh the po- it's so simple just like her i know it's like on this old fucking beautiful car and they're sort of like on top of this guy and this guy's fucking just manipulated her into having sex with her mm. him to pass it on and then like you know keeps her sort of half naked and w- makes her watch this creepy fucking thing creeping on you've got and you if you want to nearer and nearer yeah and it's like you've got and she doesn't take it seriously at first she thinks she's been like kind of um date raped and all this sort of stuff oh my god the idea is nuts Uh, i just love it there's so many bits though it's like the kitchen bit as well where (laughs) the thing gets in the kitchen it's just like there's so many creeped out claustrophobia yeah 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 yeah. but it's just so clever and it just like you said we've revisited it loads it just stays with you and it was just, it was one of those movies where it just came out of the woodwork from nowhere. And it was just like, it just hit every note. Every note. Yeah. Crazy, crazy movie. I just can't, I, you know, I just, yeah, it had to be number one. Yeah, big time. Me and you just talk about it all the time. <laughs> all the time. And it's just like, you know, it's, you know, it had to be there. Definitely. And if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Yeah. You got it, any um, honourable mentions before mate, we crack on? So many. Um, uh, you're next. Like one of the best slashers yeah. I think that came out. Like um, Krampus, obviously that we loved. Um, Martyrs. Was that? that yeah. God. Oh my god. 2015 Martyrs, man. That would have been on my list, I think. <laughs> you forget about oh Martyrs. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Shit, the There's best. just so much to I try know. and get through. How could I forget about? I mean, we so both of us have forgotten about our number one movie, Instant in the Ghostland. Uh, yeah, 2018 Instant in the Ghostland. I didn't want to talk here. about that again. That's the Night why. Eats the World was 2018 Upgrade, obviously brilliant. Can I mention one really quickly before you go on? Go on. That neither of us, I was surprised that didn't have on our list was for well for me definitely it was Happy Death Day. Yeah, 2017 so Happy Death Day, so close so to the there. Along with the Babysitter Mayhem from that year, even Cargo Man, Cargo oh, is yeah, great. It was a great movie. Um, the other one well, was a random one, Autopsy of Jane Doe. I don't know if you've seen. Great that movie, yet. yeah, 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 really nuts. good. Honorable really, mention really good. for definite on that, yeah. Bone Tomahawk. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. And then I put Zombievers. Oh God, no. Um, the another one from 2010, which I I thought was epic. I saw the devil. Oh, you said I saw yeah, the devil, didn't you? Here comes the devil, 2012. Oh yeah, that here comes the devil. Here brilliant. comes the devil is another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucking great shout. Yeah, no. That's, um, that's and great. then I put this for this year. Us, Brightburn, Bliss. Yeah, they could have all gone on there. That's that's crazy. Been yeah. Fucking awesome movies this decade. It, the decade, it, it was so hard going through it. Um, like trying to find kind of everything like i've missed obviously missed a couple off there but i just i couldn't it was really hard coming up with the lists i don't know how how did you find coming up with the list i mean i, re- I just you know I, these are the ones i've just pulled off hmm. from oh. from the uh, list there's so many that i've left off like yeah paranormal activity crazy isn't it? you know i, I just yeah. that, that was this decade wasn't it uh, no, I think it just missed out. I think, Fair enough. I think, yeah. Get away with that then. So, um, 
We're the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch remake. <laughs> Just to... So old Geordie Paul's been in contact. Yeah, and he's given us his list of uh, favorite horror movies of the decade. He's put it first chapter. He's put Get Out. It follows Train to Busan, Green Room, Us, Ritual, uh, Gerald's Game. Great movie. Yeah, good. Fucking brilliant movie. Uh, it chapter two, and this one I loved it. He's put this one on. May the Devil Take You, the one that we. But we uh, oh, really you liked, yeah. you liked it that much. Yeah, this is the yeah. decade or last year. It must be the decade. Two thousand nineteen. Yeah, it sounds it's, like it's got no because it's got um, out. Oh, yeah. room and stuff. So right. that's the decade. Um, yeah, that that that's pretty crazy. Um, we have had somebody else contact us as well. Okay. Uh, through Instagram. So um, yes. Steve we... Newbold has been in touch. Uh, he's given us uh, his top ten of the decade. So he's gone with you here with Conjuring. Oh, wow, me. He's put Sinister. Oh, okay. Uh, That's Ethan Hawke, wasn't it? Yes. The videotape one. Okay. Us. That's good. Get Out. It Follows. It. A Quiet Place. Cabin in the Woods. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, mate. That nearly made my list. That was a great Love movie. that movie. And he's put Happy Death Day. Yeah, that's um, a good list, man. So he's, he's just put a little blurb at the end. said, The Conjuring and Sinister are the films that got me back into horror after being turned off by all the found footage slash torture porn movies that were popular in the uh, noughties. Lights Out, Girl with All the Gifts and Krampus just missed out of the top 10 place. Good shout, man. Yeah, The Girl with All the Gifts was fantastic. Lights Out, Lights out was wow. weird, man. Yeah, I liked it, though. I liked it. I did it. like it. Good picks there, Steve. Thank you very yeah, much. Nice Thank one. you, Jory Paul. Still, no one put Zombievers. No. It's a shame. Poor Sharknado. Never mind. I didn't talk about Sharknado, did I? So, <laughs> should we get on to our movie from the vault? No, 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 no. Bill Whitney is about to become one. Showtime, Billy! With society. <laughs> Who are you? Let me give you a hand, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> In Beverly Hills, what you fear is only the beginning. Anything for society. <laughs> this was my pick, so I wanted to pick something that you hadn't seen because it's one of those movies that you have just been going on and on about for ages and I wanted you to see it. It is 1989, just on the cusp, Society. Little synopsis, if you will. Uh, an, an ordinary teenage boy discovers his family is a part of a gruesome orgy cult for the social elite. Sock it to me. Mate, I am. Um, this, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What? I'll re watching this with him. It was uh, uh, so funny. What the fuck do I say about this movie? <laughs> it wasn't. A Night of the Creeps or a Night of the Comet moment. Right. As Okay. I think that's worth mentioning. I'm not saying it was a bad <laughs> thing. It was fucking weird. It was like poorly acted, but in a good... Well, not in the worst, worst not, way. Not in the worst way. It's so fucking weird. I mean, we're talking about this the director's Brian Yuzna, who did fucking... Um, was he on? Producer on Reanimator. And didn't he do Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? I swear to God, I saw that on his IMDb list. Really? 
Maybe, maybe he did. He had something know. to do with Brian Hannah showing the kids. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that's on that's on IMDb. Billy Warbeck as Bill Whitley and Patrice Jennings as Jenny. Mm. Mm. This is an excuse to like see a... tits and ass, isn't it? Wow, well, you're talking late eighties here, like so. Yeah, <laughs> but there wasn't an immense amount. of... It sort of reminded me of like fucking like Pam Ranson movie, like Snapdragon or something like that. But in really, like, but it's not though. It's body to sport. It's body. I wouldn't have put it with that. It's body. <laughs> it's body horror. Body horror. Yeah. Body horror. Like a nod to Cronenberg. Body disforming, disforming. It's just fucking weird. Shunting. What the fuck is that all about? I mean, this movie really doesn't. It's copy. It's an okay journey. It's a weird journey of like, you know, a couple of weird old deaths and and stuff and like this little weird frantic Bill just running around like doing stuff and there's some weird like moments so that you're thinking incest throughout the whole bloody things like what the hell's going on here the door i mean come on right let's start the door is fucking the mum and the dad definitely what's going on you're jumping all over the place yeah i know (laughs) but like i the start of it you're like well obviously this guy's not related to these people like you say to the acting the the, the dad and the mum are like really kind of like socially like la-di-da it's a fuck you to this, high society isn't it really? yeah but then the boy is completely like he's almost from the Bronx it's yeah. like straight away you're like this guy's not related and I suppose you're meant to think that yeah. but there's a massive undercurrent in this obviously again about social social politics about mm. who you rub shoulders with and social classes that mix together stick together and if you're not part of that class you're kicked out or shunted let's say um but okay. yeah i don't think you're supposed to know what the fuck's going on at the end are they aliens is it a cult is they it... said that they weren't aliens they said they were just but different. then there's there's record people like the director going on record saying it isn't a cult movie it's not a cult it's not like a you know I mean, they dev- said they're a devil they're a different devil. species yeah they're not it's not a cult i wouldn't say it was a cult no they're not a cult not. they are they are a different species it's almost like sliver Let's say, let's call it Sliver, right? Like Joss Whedon's Sliver. No. Aliens. James Gunn's Sliver. Yeah. Let's say they're sort of aliens, but they're not. Yeah. They didn't say they wanted to be aliens. They're just, they've infiltrated, like they live. Yeah. They've infiltrated or they've lived here forever, longer than us. Yeah. And stuff like that. And they've, they've existed. They, <laughs> they are the high society. Let's yeah. say all that right. shit, right? And they can do all this weird shit. So they're not a cult. It's just, that's their thing. Their thing is to suck the life out of people and melt into weird things and have sex with each other a lot. Yeah. But it's not even sex, really. Copulate. It's, it's called shunting. They're shunting each other. Well, the I fucking... don't think they're shunting each other. The per- there's one person that gets shunted. I think the main person that they pick out who's not worthy of David being Blanchard. in their group. Yeah, fucking hell. But let's talk about Clarissa for a little moment. You know, she's part of the... She's naughty. Part of the species. And she's, like, trying to... She's falling in love with this little dude. Mm. Even though he's dating... Sure, he? Even though he's <laughs> dating some other, you know, blonde bimbo. Yeah. Fucking weird. It's weird. It's so weird. It's got some right comedy moments on it's it. It's got well. some it's proper weird. weird one-liners and stuff like that and some great comedy moments. The fucking... One of the best lines I think that's remembered from the movie is, like, fuck you, butthead. And then later... 
I guess I am a butthead. That's synonymous. That's great. And it's in it. I tell you what, the special effects are nuts. Yeah, screaming Mad George did the effects. Really? Crazy hell. It's. I don't even. You you just look at it and go, I'm not even sure what's (laughs) happening right now. Is that person got her lips round what? I don't know because I thought it was one weird sex. Some weird looking shit in it. Some weird shit. Because like it's hard to watch. It's kind of icky, but kind of like you can't really look away. No, no. It's, I remember seeing it when I was younger and stuff. Um, just being like, this is weird, and like this is the weirdest film. But the run up to it isn't that weird, and then it just goes mental because you don't really see any of that shit until the end. So you you've probably seen pictures and stuff like of bits and pieces but when you actually watch it and you not, don't have a clue and you've never ever been on social media because it doesn't exist back then and then you watch this film you watch it up until a certain point and when it gets to that point it just goes fucking the last act of the movie it's just man this guy's running around with a big fucking Chelsea smile why has he got a Chelsea smile? It looks like the Joker yeah why has he got it a Chelsea smile? it came out the same year as the, as the Batman as well did it? 1989 oh, yeah. Batman oh, yeah, yeah. and he, he looked, kind of had that weird Joker smile. Well, Joker so smile like he'd been split yeah. up the side of his mouth. And then you had the worst special effects of the whole movie. They didn't really. This scene, because what was going on downstairs was like one thing. Yeah. Which is kind of. And then the sister and the mother and the dad. Is that what you're going to talk that, about? Well, that That's was so fucking weird. She gets up and she's got like his legs, and then the daughter's out of the ass. Oh my <laughs> word! And he's, it's so fucking. Some great one-liners. Some great one-liners. <laughs> fucking weird, man. Yeah. I think I prefer Season of the Witch. I don't know, man. This is... Hey, knock on Season hey, of the Witch. Season was good. But I just thought it was like... It was weird. I don't know what else did you to wa- talk about. You watched Slap, your Arrow version, dry, right? dry, cheesy. Yeah. There's no like announcement and stuff like that on this Did one. you not watch I... any... There was no extras on it? There is a whole disc to watch. So no. I'll have to oh, watch the whole bloody disc, that. man. Pull... Not a fan of... <laughs> <laughs> well, I will watch it. It's pulled him in. I need to think I need to watch it again. God. Pulled him inside out. The old fight that he had with Matey Boy. That's and then he, and he's, about, he's about to get shunned. He's got those cut duck lips. Yeah. And he puts his hand right up his ass and pulls his Literally. face and it's like, through his ass. Some person goes, he's pulled him inside out. Yeah. And, they all, like, got, and then the they all fuck? got scared of him. Yeah. Like he had some magic power. And I was like, what? He was the, the lord of the shunters. And then she, he runs off happily ever after with... It is a happy ending. Carissa. It is do, a happy ending. Do you not want to see another movie? Uh, I, I, I'd watch it. <laughs> I probably would. I'd want to see, like... Because she is one of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, he runs off of her. But it, She's a bit naughty, though. She, she, Carissa. She, when they were having, like, their little canoodling time... She's naughty. She, she did kind of move her legs... That sort of look like she's split in half or oh, turned yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah. In. Which is basically, you can tell, it's basically they've got a girl to lay in one way and they've got her to lay along the bed. It's blatant. It's like, wow, you really, really sorted your special effects out there. And then talk about the mum. got her mate to put her legs out the end of the bed. Talk about Mrs. Carland. Oh, shit. What I is forgot that? About what her. is that all about? I have no idea. She's like this. Is it a man or is it actually a woman? I think I was going to ask you the same like question. Huge. How did she have Clarissa? It's like again, is obviously it's not her real daughter though, is it? Because they're not. They they obviously because obviously he's not their son. 
So she's obviously not the... I don't know. I don't know, mate. There's, a lot of in, there's basically a lot of incest, a lot of inbreeding and stuff now, which I understand. And maybe Awkward she was... shower moments that he sees his sister in. Like, Back boobs. Yeah, in but the shower. even so, you still wouldn't open the shower on your sister, would you? That was weird. Yeah. You, you wouldn't go in the same Just room. Just coming to get some Santan lotion. But you were staring at pervy brother. Pervy brother pervy with a sperm. With a mullet. Oh, my God. It was weird. It was weird. The yeah, the hairballs and stuff like that. I was laughing quite well, a lot. I did, I did chuckle. I did find it very fascinating, and uh, it was certainly an enjoyable watch. <laughs> you look very, you look disturbed. It was just, it was just I'm looking at his face right now for the for the <laughs> podcast, and he he just looks confused. It was fucking weird, man. <laughs> it was fucking. I weird. love the weird. I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. Would you like some Matt's facts? Yes, please. Yes, please. I've only got a few, as I always say in my catchphrase. I've only got a few. Um, it was shot in five weeks. Okay. That's <laughs> a lot of fucking fair play for the special effects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, there was a sign put up uh, by Brian Yuzuna um, when they were doing the shunting scene, and he put a little sign up outside before people went in there so they could read on the way into the room where it's being shot. And basically the sign said, Abandon all hope, ye who enter whole. <laughs> here. Fair enough. Even. Here. <laughs> Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. So weird. Because he was like, obviously saying, look, you're about to come in somewhere and this is going to be fucking weird. Yeah. So get ready. <laughs> um, so the the writer, Woody Keefe, um, uh, who wrote the story basically based it he was from um, Beverly Hills so he basically based it on people that he knew so there's some characters in there that he knew in real life I don't know if there's any shunting involved but I don't know uh, a lot of the special effects were kind of modelled on kind of paintings by Salvador Dali I don't know if you've ever seen okay. yeah, that Salvador makes, I mean that does make sense yeah. yeah yeah so that's a big influence on the creative stuff by Screaming Mad George um, the funny thing if you, did you notice there was heart, well pretty, no blood whatsoever yeah no blood no blood because apparently the director was very concerned that if he did put a load of blood the MPAA would just totally ban the movie and not have it yeah, when they were sort of body melding, it wasn't, I like, really it wasn't about, about blood, that. it was worms yeah. when they pulled him inside out. And then, like, I think there was a fight, there might have been a bloody nose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I didn't really think about that until mm. afterwards. Um, when they're in hospital, the exterior shots is the same hospital as Halloween 2. All right, that's um, cool. And this is a bit of a cool fact. Billy Warlock's dad, so the main actor in the movie, his dad in real life, was actually the shape in Halloween 2. Well, connection. You don't know if you've got your little fact on there, but Willie, Billy Warlock was in Halloween 2. I know. Okay. <laughs> so. Paul's facts. Um, also, um, this is quite funny. You'll like this one. It's right across the street. Um, Devin DeVazquez, which is Clarissa, she dated Prince once and she was the 1985 Playboy model centerfold yeah four years before the movie was shot i could see that very interesting but yeah we, we've got to rate this bad boy how many breaths out of 10 do you get this i'm feeling a 10 coming from you mm. <laughs> i think about i think it's gonna get a six yeah 
Wow. Yeah, that's six. That's quite high. Yeah, six. That's high. I mean, I was going to give it a five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd give it a five then. Just for the one liner. Yeah. Maybe the one liner. It's just because it's original. Six. It's just because it's unique. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can't, I can't give it Let's a go I six. high marks. It's, it's unique. Just for the there butt head. There ain't fucking anything else out hey, there. Hey, butt like, head. There's not anything else. And it's cheesy fun. So, oh, yeah. It's, it's six. Definitely a six. Brilliant. Six breaths out of ten. Nice one. So, well, it's uh, down to you. This is a new year. New you. What are you going to pick? 1978, George A. Romero, Dawn of the Dead. Bang! <laughs> just going to drop it like that? <laughs> oh, no, take it again. What are you going to pick for next time, Paul? 1978, George A. Romero, Dawn of the Dead. That's better. <laughs> Good. It's about time, man. It's we about need to. Time. We need to kick it off this year. We haven't done, like, we've done this podcast we owe it episodes. To, to, to George himself. I'm just not fucking about anymore, mate. No. We're going to get into, we're going to get into <laughs> these cla- classics. <laughs> the classics. The classics are coming. The classics are coming all over the microphone. Yeah. For the next episode, you just pulled it out of the bag. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Fantastic. There I'm well is excited. no explicit sex in this picture. <laughs> He's really not a poster from my wall. However, there my are signed scenes of violence which may be George considered Aaron shocking. Aaron. No one under 17 will be admitted. So there you go. Um, well, I'm, well, I'm well excited about that. Mate. We're going to might need about an hour for Matt's facts. It's going to be a busy one. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So. Um, on our next episode, right, I guess we're going to be doing our main review will be, I think we're going to look at maybe doing ghost stories from Netflix unless the grudge is out at the yeah. cinema. That'll be yeah. on that. Something to scream about. We'll be going back to our search for darkness documentary. Our last two years, 88 and 89. We'll be discussing the fact, our Blu-ray, etc. Enough said. <laughs> and uh, move from the vault I've just pulled, which is exciting. 1978's Dawn of the Dead, probably the best horror movie ever oh, made. Mate. Fact. Fact. And with that in mind, when there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com <laughs>